0: The Gemara tells us that there was a magaifa where hundred people were passing away a day and David HaMelech came up with the takana of saying meye one hundred blessings a day and these meye were able to stem the tide and overcome the magaifa, the plague. And this is brought down in many Poiskim regarding the general idea of meye and specifically in times when there were plagues within Klal Yisrael, the Svadim bring down the importance of saying our meye brachis. The Tzamech Tzedek, amongst others, writes that although nowadays everybody says 100 brachis a day, that's part of our general ritual in davening. True, we need to be careful on Shabbos and Yom Tov, where we might be missing out some of the brachas to add some extra stuff to be able to have those brachas. But on a regular basis, we do have Mei brachas on a daily basis. But still, we could put an extra caution to make sure that we say our brachas with proper kavana. this is written by the chidah as well in the Sefer of ash Lofi, by the bchaim Palaji, and as mentioned that tzamech writes it specifically as an instruction during his time another thing that tzamech mentions and also mentioned in other svarim that the mishnah tells us that a devar a play comes about when a gezel because the poor people are not receiving the dues which they deserve. And therefore, the Tzermach encourages us very much to be extra particular in the mitzvah of tzedakah. Kivega also writes about giving tzedakah. The Poiski mentioned this in the halachis of fasting for a devil, that even in a case where fasting is not recommended, like in the current situation, people need to be healthy, but we increase in davening in tzedakah. Tzedakah has the power that it transforms the midas hadin to midas harachmim, the attribute of severity to the attribute of compassion, and through our giving tzedakah, this will help increase our chusim and bring about the ultimate Yeshua. I will mention a vert that I heard from a rav during these days, which is very relevant to our situation. The Gemara tells us that if a person sees a woman drowning and because of his chsidish, because of his because of his piety, he doesn't want to save her, because he's particular about it, sneers he's considered a chassid shaita, he's considered a foolish chassid. And the question begs to be asked, and some of Hashem even asked this question why are we calling him a chassid shaita? Why don't we call him a ritzayach, a murderer? He's standing and not, and not saving a Jewish woman. Why don't we call him an apocryphal? Why don't we call him a heretic when he has a whole different set of priorities and his values are not consistent with what Hashem tells us? He doesn't believe in what Hashem says, that the mitzvah applies here too. Yeah, he's not necessarily a murderer in a direct way. He's a murderer tasa by through inaction. But why do we use the term chaset shaita? And what this rav told me, his point that a shaita is much worse than a ritzeh and an apikorus. A ritzeh, someone who's a potential accomplice to murder, an apikorus, someone who's an heretic, is still obligated to do all the mitzvahs. A shaita, we're told, is patr makala mitzvahs. A fool is exempt from Mitus, because he doesn't understand anything. Such a person lost any sense of decency and normality when he has his priorities mixed up. We need to understand the most important thing for the Ebershah is the Jewish body much more than the Jewish soul. In general, the Beis was the most important thing. So much so that we say that stopping children from learning is so important that even when it comes to building a Beis we don't stop them. Even greater than the base of Megiddo is and that's why when it came to making the Mishkan, Moshe Rabbeinu told the Jewish people. Hashem told Moshe several times that as great as the Mishkan is, but it shouldn't include Chil Shabbos, Melachos of Shabbos. But there's something even more important than Shabbos, and that is the safety of a Jewish person. It's Shabbos, Shabbos is holy. But the pasuk says, In, in, in the same parsha, it tells us, keep Shabbos and don't violate the Malach of Shabbos." So the and the Mishkan, the pasuk finishes off, I, I'm sanctifying you. You're even holier than a Shabbos, and saving a Jewish life supersedes Shabbos. This is how the Chasam Sofer explains this pasuk, and this is very important in our current situation to appreciate the great mitzvah that we're able to perform now, the mitzvah of shmiras Haguvah Nefesh, which according to many, many poskim, most poskim, it's a mitzvah saseh Going back to the theme of being careful with our brachas, the concept of tefillah is very relevant nowadays more than ever. We know the Rambam tells us that when a person has an ace sutta and he davens then, davening then is a mitzvah de Risa. Right now our Tfila takes on a whole new dimension, it is part of a mitzvah de of davening. There is no greater ace that we can think of where the whole entire Kali soul is united in this surah. Let us put an extra effort now fill and daven properly. And there's many sections of davening that are very relevant to the situation. We should add extra kavanah in these sections, in addition to the point of mentioning having kavanah during our brachas. When we say the brachah ashi on a regular basis, roi fechal basar, the Ebeshah brings cure to every single flesh, mafli lasas, and he's wondrous. Let us have in mind this Indian When we say in brachas in the morning, that the Ebeshah should save us misatvat ha-mashchis, mimikrim roim roim, from negative occurrences, from illnesses, this is all relevant to our situation. When we say later on in Barach of Yetzirah, Be'irei Rifuas, <laughs> Hashem cure, brings medicine. Adonah Neflas, <laughs> Ebi is the source of all wondrous things. When we say in Shem'en Eser, Mechalka Chayim, the <Hashem> gives life. Soimech <laughs> Neuflem, He helps those who fall. Roifei Cholim, He cures the sick. And of course in the Brach of Rifa'inu as well. We say... In the Brach of the Shir Shavtain of the Husrim, Memenu Yagna remove all sorrow from our midst. In the Brach of Shmak of course, we down into Hashem to listen to our Twilies. And on Mondays and Thursdays, Today we'll say, remove your anger from amongst your nation, from your city, from your inheritance. Shoy Yisrael Hashem protects the remnants of the Jewish people. When we say in Hashkivenu by night, protect us, Oyev Dever, remove a plague from our mist. We say in Yoshev in in Krishma Shalamitta, which this is particularly a section of Krishma Mitta because the Gemara refers to this chapter as a Shir Shalpagoim. The chapter of Tilim the Psalm, which helps against Pegoim, negative things that confront us. The Pasek says, Protects us havois from a plague. Yipim Thousands can fall from all signs, but it won't come close to us. Let us have in mind all these tefillis and have the proper covenant during this tefillis. And this is a time to take an extra achlata, as the Tzamech writes in his letter relating to a situation of this nature. We should have extra Kavana not to talk during davening. We should do this when we're davening at home right now and not talk during davening unnecessarily. And we should have a mind that Mitzvah shall be able to go back to shul. We'll be extra careful in Kadusha's Beisach Nessis. We don't have the ability to daven out B'tzibur, I mentioned on an earlier occasion that Reb Menl the name of Chsin, is a special advantage of dividing amongst three people. This has also a halachic source, Reb Merthebanet, the Rav of Nikolsburg, writes in his there's, a, there's an advantage. Even if we can't daven with 10 people, we should daven with 3 people. It's a form of berei v'am, even with 2 people. And even if a person is all alone and davening to Hashem, Hashem listens to our prayers wherever we are. We listen to our prayers and bring about the end of all this and be as Mashiach now.